Hello, and as always, a warm welcome to this Friday's episode of the Change and Evolve Letter. Supervised thinking. Have we lost the ability to think for ourselves? We are living in strange times. I think that is absolutely undeniable. For several years now, the world is evolving around constant fear that is artificially being induced in the people and that has affected everyone in one way or another. Well, I for one, I simply cannot get used to and sorry, I'm absolutely fed up with those the horror scenarios and false doomsday predictions of so-called experts, politicians, and supported by the corrupt, utterly corrupt mainstream media. It's discouraging to think how many people are shocked by honesty and how few by deceit. Noel Coward I've said it before, and I do sometimes like to repeat myself, so please note that I am no expert. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. I am someone, though, with the ability to think for myself and ask questions. Questions that are very often perceived by many as uncomfortable. It's even been called attention-seeking or downright impolite and uncalled for. But since my childhood, it is and it's never changed. I have this strange urge to understand things. And if that is seen as rude and uncomfortable or even dangerous, well, then I suppose that is exactly what I am. You are free to choose what you want to make of your life. It's called free agency or free will, and it's your birthright. Sean Covey. Let's just take the example of global warming, the current means of spreading fear with messages that must seem more than just a little strange to anyone with an IQ above room temperature. And one news item I read is that an elderly lady in Arizona fell and her only injuries were severe burns all over her body because the ground was boiling hot. Well, we are having a relatively cool and rainy summer in Germany. Well, contrary to the heat waves predicted by the government, our federal health minister and, well, of course, as always supported by my beloved mainstream media. Heat protection measures have been developed, and one of the measures is to is asking health officers and doctor surgeries to call the elderly and tell them how important it is to hydrate when it is hot. That is supervised thinking. And the Federal Minister of Health, Karl Lauterbach, wants to declare churches as heat protection refuges so that people can escape from the dangerous and unspeakable heat we are experiencing. There's an average temperature, I think, of 18.5 degrees. That really is hot. 
Lauterbach is also convinced that in the future we will have refugees from France, Italy and Spain, probably Portugal as well, all the southern European countries who want and need to escape the heat of their country. And he has declared tourism in these countries doomed. You know, I simply am not willing to give up my freedom, live with restrictions that cannot be explained to be logically and stay silent. I'm not even speaking about the worldwide economical damage that has been caused, which is undeniably tremendous, especially in Germany. I am honestly so much more worried about the incredible social damage that affects our children, especially. No, I'm not smarter than others, and I don't, I would never state that. But perhaps my curiosity, which has more than once caused me trouble, is insatiable and makes me ask trying to understand. But what really bothers me is that people forget so quickly what has happened in the past few years, and most are apparently willing to let go of how people were tortured with lockdowns, curfews, the jab, I simply refuse to call it a a vaccine, with mask mandates, forced quarantines, and so much more. And I'm always a great friend of examples and I've had, I, I have made some wonderful and also horrific experiences in the past years since this so-called virus changed the world as we knew it. I have been accused of believing that this virus and its effects on people has been, have been blown completely out of proportion. And you know what? I stand by everything I believed then and now. I did not understand why so many people believed that with the measures such as wearing masks and social distancing, we could eradicate a virus. And just on a side note, social distancing, I think that is one of the most disgusting and appalling expressions I've heard. I never followed the measures, well, admittedly, with a few exceptions to at least be able to buy food. And My home stayed open to everyone at any time, and I would do the same again. People were being imprisoned with masks and fear. Our old, those who worked all their lives and who were supposed to be protected by the measures imposed on everyone, were simply left to die alone. But I'm again drifting off a bit. I wanted to speak about the social disaster that this is causing with no end in sight. And as my, in my work as a coach, I have been confronted with desperation due to the loss of jobs and with that the capability to properly support the family or even just yourself. I've been confronted with couples separating, with abuse and worse. And I suppose the big winners here are divorce lawyers and psychologists. We should never forget Never, that the worldwide suicide rate went up significantly. And I've heard people say that that is not true. When I asked why they believe that, I received answers like, well, I don't know anyone that has committed suicide. Well, I guess then it didn't happen, right? This is a great example of the unbelievable ignorance out there. And it is not bliss. But in my personal opinion, the biggest losers, though, will be our children. 
children that are growing up in a culture of fear and terror. And here are just a few examples of what I personally experienced during the height of that pandemic. The first one, well, I was running by the lake and running towards a man and his, I'm really bad at guessing ages, but he was probably his four or five-year-old boy. And when the boy saw me approach, he completely panicked. He pulled his jumper over his mouth and nose and shouted, Dad, I don't want to get sick. I don't want to die. And instead of comforting his child, the man grabbed his son into his arms and ran past me as if I were a leper with a pest, cholera and worse. Another child that is probably traumatized for life. And another lovely example. I came out of a supermarket and as always, I took the hideous nappy off my face when I stepped one foot out of there. And on one occasion, a woman started screaming at me from a distance that I have to put my mask back on, which I, of course, declined with a very friendly smile. And her reaction was to call me a murderer that doesn't care about the lives of others. There were children around and they could hear the hysterical woman that was probably about 40 years old screaming at me and calling me a murderer. Is that really what our world has come to? But the worst example, though, it, it really shocked me deeply when I heard a conversation. A mother and her, and I'm guessing again, three to four-year-old daughter, were sitting on a bench next to me, of course, not too close. And the girl wanted to know from her mother when they could go and visit her grandmother and grandfather. She missed them so much. And the deeply shocking reply from the mother was to her little daughter, oh no, we cannot see them or they will die. And that was the moment where I just wanted to break down and cry. How is it possible or how can a mother that is supposed to protect her child terrorize her child like this? Because essentially she was calling her daughter a potential killer, a murder weapon. So these are just a few things that I encountered during the height of the pandemic, things I cannot and don't want to forget, ever. And I don't even live in a big city, but in a really small village in Bavaria in Germany with about 4,500 4, inhabitants. During this time, I've seen people policing and denunciating their neighbours and anyone they feel they needed to put in the right place again. And it gave me an inkling of what Germany must have been like between 1933 and 1945. And quite frankly, this really terrified me. People were and still are following propaganda that has been imposed on them without thinking for themselves or questioning anything anymore. It's supervised thinking. The government knows what it is doing and has only our best interest in mind. It's what I often hear, and I dare to question, when I dare to question anything. I would like to quote a doctor, and I can't even remember who said it, I can't remember his name, and even when, it was, it was I think, when the, when the masks, well, actually it was when the masks were, were introduced, and he said, the introduction of mandatory masks after months of COVID-19 it's like putting on a condom on your son's first birthday. 
But back to the current day. Again, in my own very personal opinion, climate change and especially the falsely predicted deaths through scorching heat are to mask the many jab injuries and deaths that will most likely come. And here in Germany, we have a, a doctor. He really is a doctor. His name is Eckhard von Hirschhausen, who is going from one talk, to, talk show to another in, on German television. Yes, even though I don't watch television anymore for many years now, I still see things. And he spouts unbelievable nonsense that makes me suspect that he, like so many others, is being handsomely paid for the utter bullshit I apologize for the language, but there simply is no nice way to put this. So the utter bullshit he spreads, because no doctor or scientist with a shred of integrity would denigrate actual science like this. And here's just one example. And the, he is German, of course, so I have taken the liberty to translate it into English, what he says in the short clip, and it's absolutely hideous. So... His words, not mine. Anyone who has laid an egg raw in warm water knows the phenomenon. The egg becomes hard. And when the water gets cold again, it is no longer soft. And the egg has irreversibly changed its structure and most importantly, lost its chance to live forever. A boiled egg will never become a chick again. And what does the, an egg consist of? Water, fat and protein. What are we made of, especially our brains? Water, fat and protein. We can't buy our way out of, this, out of it. We have a biological limit. And that is the great danger in the heat waves. Eckhard von Hirschhausen on Maischberger. It is obviously a, an absolute miracle that people in Africa, Asia, or any hot places have somehow managed to survive without their brains being hard boiled by the scorching heat. I really wonder how do they do it. They must have superpowers or perhaps a built-in air conditioning of sorts. To me, it is all about incapacitation and hypocrisy and getting people used to the state's total control. They are interfering with people's freedom and autonomy to a point of no return. But because all of this is not enough, Germany is to be bled dry and the taxpayers this is to be, to be decided at the climate conference in Egypt in November, are to, play, are to pay sorry, climate reparations to third world countries as they have to accept, those have to accept heavy economic losses due to the man-made climate crisis, especially in the industrialized country of Germany, and, have, and are severely suffering as a result. <laughs> Come on, it is increasingly obvious, even for the thickest, that the whole climate swindle is about nothing more 
than global redistribution and Germany is becoming a third world country and the road for totalitarianism is nicely paved. And while, while writing this, this post, or now speaking it, I had to think of one of my favorite Disney films when I was a child, when the snake car is trying to hypnotize Mowgli into submission. And I think that's exactly what's happening. And it really has happened to a large part of the population. And that is why it is more important than ever that everyone that is still wide awake uses their voice to ensure that those involved get exactly what they deserve in the end. God is not willing to do everything and thus take away our free will and that share of glory which belongs to us. Niccolò Machiavelli and as my song of the week, I chose Colin Hay, whom I very much like to listen to with his song, If I Had Been a Better Man, as I'm sure that many will hopefully be able to relate to the sentiment at one point. And of course, the song has been added to the Spotify playlist. You know it by now. You can just like it, share it, or listen to some great music. And... My poem of the week is one by E.E. E. Cummings, who lived from 1894 to 1962, and it's called As Freedom is a Breakfast Food. As freedom is a breakfast food, or truth can live with right and wrong, or molehills are from mountains made. Long enough and just so long, Will being pay the rent of seamen, genius please the talent gang, and watermost encourage flame. As hadracks into peach trees grow, or hopes dance best on bald men's hair, and every finger is a toe, and any courage is a fear. Long enough and just so long, with the impure think all things pure, and hornets well by children stung. Or as the seeing are the blind, and robins never welcome spring, nor flat folk prove their world is round, nor dingsters die at break of dong, and commons rare and milestones, millstones float. Long enough, and just so long. Tomorrow will not be too late. Worms are the words, but joys the voice. Down shall go, which and up come who. Breasts will be breasts, thighs will be thighs. Deeds cannot dream what dreams can do. Time is a tree, this life one leaf. But love is the sky, and I am for you. Just so long, and long enough. And as an impression... Well, slowly but surely, I can, I can actually walk again and enjoying Lake Starnberg. And to answer the question in the title of today's letter, yes, I do believe the majority of people have completely lost the ability to think for themselves. But, as always, I would like to know your thoughts. 
leave a comment or send me a message. I very much enjoy hearing from you. Wishing you a lovely weekend. Yours, Tanya.